The American Civil War is one of the most well-known wars in American history. Beginning in 1861 after years of tension between the northern and southern United States, it is estimated that about 620,000 Americans died in the Civil War, with some people believing this number underrepresents the death toll. We know the northern states ended up winning the war, but what happened on the southern side? Between 1860 and 1861, 11 states, South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, Virginia, Arkansas, Tennessee, and North Carolina seceded from the United States. These states became known as the Confederate States of America, and they would fight against the Union, the Northern States, for four long and grueling years. So, what divided the country to a point where it went to war with itself? One of the main reasons was slavery. Slavery had been an issue in the United States for years, and the North knew something needed to be done to end the problem. However, the southern states were adamant at keeping slavery. The people who supported slavery argued that ending it would destroy the economy, causing widespread unemployment and chaos. When Mississippi left the Union, they stated, our position is thoroughly identified with the institution of slavery, the greatest material interest of the world. Its labor supplies the product which constitutes by far the largest and most important portions of commerce of the earth. These products have become necessities of the world, and a blow at slavery is a blow at commerce and civilization. The southern states also used Christianity to support their view, saying that slavery brought Christianity to the heathens across the ocean and that in the Bible, Abraham had slaves and was never reprimanded by God for it. Another issue dividing the country at the time was central power. Southerners felt threatened by the presence of northern abolitionists and politicians, and northerners felt like southerners held too much power in the House and Senate. For years, politicians on both sides tried to find a compromise that would stop the country from being further divided and going to war. In 1820, the Missouri Compromise was passed. It admitted Missouri as a slave state and Maine as a free state. With the exception of Missouri, it outlawed slavery in part of the Louisiana Territory, which covered a large portion of the central United States. In 1857, the Missouri Compromise was declared unconstitutional by the Supreme Court. This attempt at a compromise, along with several others, failed. Besides the obvious problems of slavery and central power, the southern states felt like there had been multiple other ways they had been treated unfairly. According to Mississippi, regarding the Union, It has broken every compact into which it has entered for our security. It knows no relenting or hesitation in its purposes. It stops not in the march of aggression. It tramples the original equality of the South underfoot. In fact, they went so far as to claim the reasons for leaving the Union were greater than the reasons the United States of America left Great Britain for. In exact words, Utter subjugation awaits us in the Union if we should consent longer to remain in it. It is not a matter of choice, but of necessity. 
He must either submit to degradation or he must secede from the union framed by our fathers. For far less cause than this, our fathers separated from the crown of England. After years of rising tension and failed compromises, the Civil War officially began on April 21st, 1861, when Southern troops bombarded Fort Sumter and South Carolina. The Confederate soldiers and the Confederate side as a whole struggled more than the Union during the Civil War. During the war, the Confederate side was short on money. As a new nation, they didn't have a currency of their own. About a month after the Confederate States of America was formed, they started producing currency in the form of Confederate dollars. During the Civil War, the Confederate government issued currency on eight occasions, each one bringing millions of dollars into circulation. This printed money quickly gave rise to counterfeiting, which became a major issue. The Confederacy was then forced to recall and burn this money. The money shortage made it harder for Confederate soldiers to get adequate food, clothing, and shelter. And, after the war was over and all Confederate currency was cancelled, it was brought to Richmond, Virginia to be burned. The Confederacy also struggled due to its lack of railroads. It had 13,000 less miles of railroad than the Union did. Railroads were important because they allowed for better transportation of people and supplies. The Union attempted to stop the Southern Army from getting supplies by sabotaging their railroads and blocking Southern ports. Because of the war strategies of both sides, most of the battles of the Civil War occurred on Southern soil. In order to win the war, the Confederacy had to stand their ground, and the Union had to invade the Confederacy and get the Southern states back. Because of all the fighting on Confederate soil, large parts of it were destroyed. Farms and plantations were burned down, and buildings were ransacked. Not many writings and documents from Confederate soldiers and other people on the southern side of the war still exist, because like the Confederate dollars, they were destroyed after the war. However, a few survived that help us better understand their side of the war. The written account of Milton Asbury Ryan, a Confederate soldier in camp and prison in the Civil War, details some of his personal experiences. Day broke on the 14th to find everything covered in snow. We were without shelter, food, or fire to warm by, except for a few small sticks. As to our rations, there was just enough to keep us ravenously hungry all the time. After four years of fighting and both sides struggling, though the Union had gained the upper hand by the end of the war, the Civil War came to an end. On April 9, 1865, Confederate General Robert E. Lee and his army surrendered to General Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox Courthouse. After the Civil War ended, the South was in shambles. Quite a few people were upset at the Southern states and wanted them to face repercussions for their actions. Many Southerners envisioned the South would be able to return to normal, or life before the Civil War which was an issue. Before the Confederacy was accepted back into the Union, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments were added to the Constitution. The 13th Amendment abolished slavery. The 14th Amendment guaranteed that citizens would receive equal protection under the law, and the 15th Amendment granted black men the right to vote. 
Southern states were required to ratify the 14th Amendment before being admitted back into the Union, and some Confederate officials' rights to vote and ability to rent to office were limited. After that, the Union helped rebuild the South, and federal troops occupied the South during Reconstruction. Abraham Lincoln had a detailed plan for Reconstruction, but was sadly assassinated before his plan could be carried out. President Andrew Johnson's plan for Reconstruction was rejected, and instead, Congress established laws and amendments that allowed the federal government to enforce equal rights. Eventually, everything was sorted out, and America had an interracial democracy for the first time. However, it didn't take long for organizations that were devoted to restoring white supremacy in politics and everyday life to spring up. Some of these organizations still exist today, and are mainly found in southern states. The KKK, Ku Klux Klan, is one of these more well-known hate groups. They have seemingly appeared and disappeared throughout history, appearing at times such as during Reconstruction and during the Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s. Today, the KKK consists of around 5,000 to 8,000 members and seems to be stable after declining for a while. Unfortunately, there will always be people who support white supremacy and can't deal with the fact that it's not commonplace anymore. The Civil War was a turning point in American history. Even though not as much is known about the Southern side of the war, the war revolved around it, and mainly the issue of slavery in the South. Most of the battles of the Civil War were fought in the South, and the South is where Reconstruction and acceptance had to occur. While I don't believe the Southern point of view was right or justified, I think it's important to see the Civil War from their view, as their stubbornness to change was one of the main reasons behind it. Thank you for listening to my podcast.